Hey, what's going on, everybody? Um, I, I got another video for these accountants. If you're trying to start your own accounting firm, or your own tax firm, your own bookkeeping firm, how to start a bookkeeping business, I want to hit on, do you have to be um, a CPA? Do you have to become an enrolled agent? How, what is it that you need? In fact, let me show you something real quick here. So what you'll see on my YouTube channel, which I get 22,222 subscribers. That's a funny number. Um, I get about 320 subscribers every month, which is kind of fun. And uh, what you'll see is one of the number one things I get on my videos out there. In fact, my number one video is how to start a bookkeeping business. I get about 200 views every other day. Um, and then I've got all these, what's the difference between an LLC and an, and an S-Corp type of videos. But down here, I get all of these um, comments that I want to dive into real quick. And so BAT, I'm replying to this. Could I start my own accounting firm with only a bachelor's in accountancy? What do you actually need? So can you start your own accounting firm with a bachelor's in accountancy? What do you actually need? In fact, if you go through my, my uh, comments on my videos here, there's so many questions about how do I get started? What do I need? There's a, a ton of accountants in there scoffing at this idea that you could start your own tax and accounting firm by simply um, getting some certifications and doing some homework. But here's another one. How important is a CPA for this type of work? I have worked for two firms and one guy had a CPA. The other one did not. The guy without one had more employees and made more money. The guy without the CPA had more employees and made more money. So should I worry about getting one or focus on building my business? I have my accounting degree and I'm already doing tax prep, bookkeeping, and payroll. Thanks. Here's what I want to tell you. Um, so I have an article out there that you need to pay attention to real quick. If you look at how to prepare taxes professionally, I'll put the link in the description right now, but this is on my blog. And what this is, is these are the legal requirements that you have to take to actually prepare taxes legally. And let's hit on this real quick. This is to prepare taxes, okay? This is not accounting. This is not bookkeeping. This is not running payroll. This is not doing audits. This is none of that. Um, but one of the things that you have to remember is that there's two types of representation that you can make as a tax preparer. And most of the laws out there, like just the legal laws about what do you have to do to prepare taxes professionally, have to do with these type of uh, types of representation. Um, and let me dive into that real quick. There are two types of this tax preparation representation. It's unlimited versus limited tax representation. Basically, what you need to know is you have unlimited representation rights if you are an enrolled agent or if you are a CPA. Those are basically the two where you can represent people on uh, to the IRS. Okay, so as you as you scroll down on this article, you're going to see that there's two types of tax preparation representation: unlimited versus limited tax representation. And all you need to know is that you will need to become a CPA or an enrolled agent if you intend to basically represent them to the IRS as an audit. Um, and there's a lot more that goes into that, but just long story short, that's the key. So um, the other thing that you'll see is that there's a process to begin and become an actual CPA, or not CPA firm, but a, a legal entity that's performing tax returns on behalf of other people, right? And there's a process here that you need to go through. The process is pretty simple. So here's the steps to become a professional tax preparer. Number one, this is more of just like in line with regular business. Business, You need to register your business at the state and obtain an EIN when necessary. You have to get an EIN if you're going to have employees and a couple other things. But basically become a business, number one. Number two, become an authorized e-file provider by getting your IRS EFIN, electronic filing identification number. Um, number three or C, get IRS tax preparer PTIN. So you get a PTIN after you get your EFIN 
or your tax identification number. Then you're going to check your state's requirements, which I'll dive into here. You'll choose optional training and certifications and then choose tax preparation software. So here's the thing. What I've found is that there's a big gap between what's legally required and what you ought to get. I think what most people are stuck in is most of the people that I talk to fall into a couple different camps. Number one is that they're like a bookkeeper. They know accounting. They're comfortable going into QuickBooks and helping a small business do that, but then they get really scared about taxes, right? And I think that you have, I really think most firms should learn how to do the tax return because it's, what you'll find is it's really not that complicated. You, You fill out the right forms. You have to know the laws, but there's a ton of resources and practice makes perfect, right? And as long as you get in position to legally do that, you're gonna be fine. Um, but then you have the actual competency things, right? And it's just like riding a bike. A bike until you've done it a couple times, it gets really hard to actually file taxes. Um, so, do you have to have a CPA or do you have to have a, a, a an enrolled agent? I think it's worth it sometimes. Okay, there's going to be certain levels of competencies that you will want, and however it is that you get that is most important. That's the beauty in entrepreneurship. Um, As long as you are abiding by the laws, which are not that high, um, it's going to come down to how are you able to actually execute. You know, in business, you have to get sales and you have to execute. You have to set expectations and take people's money to do something and solve a problem. Then on the other side, you have to actually solve that problem, right? And what I've found is that there are a couple different ways that you can get the skills to solve the core problems. And um, it's worth noting here real quick is that I've noticed that the core problem that most people think of is that um, small businesses need their taxes filed or they need their bookkeeping done. And that sure, that's important. But what I have seen, and this is what in my $500 outsourced accountant trading uh, class that I have, if you go on my website and you go to accountants and you go down to online course, you can hear information about my, my how to become an outsourced accountant or how do you build a super profitable tax firm, I hit on how to really deliver massive value while you're doing these core services. So your core services are going to be tax preparation, doing bookkeeping services, running payroll. But really what you're trying to do is you're trying to do analysis to deliver an amazing value proposition. You want to find a way to save them tons in taxes. You want to save them gobs of labor and time by doing the things for them that they would waste a ton of time. You can get done in 30 minutes what would take most of us three or four hours in QuickBooks or the payroll solutions, right? So I have an article here called The Outsourced Accountant Model. And down here, I have this list and I read it off in one of the previous videos. But this idea is what I think you should do in terms of a value proposition uh, for your clients is in this article. And I'm telling you, this list of things is super valuable. So the reason why I'm bringing this up is I think you need to go through the training and get the perspective so that you can deliver that value. And what's really interesting, I learned this from the financial planning world, is that you know having the skills to actually execute a trade or actually do a tax return, it's not that hard, right? What's really difficult is how do you add tremendous value and have a high level of accuracy when doing it? You know, that's the one thing with accounting and taxes that you you gotta get it right. And down here towards the bottom of this article, which is the how to prepare taxes professionally, what you'll see is I've got a bunch of resources in here that are other good articles that I think are worth reading. Um, Here's the steps to become a tax professional, right? And then down towards the bottom, I have these trainings that I really think you should take a look at. And this is, um, I'll add 
before I get to these trainings, there are seven states with stringent regulations on tax preparation businesses. Of course, it's your big liberal ones. California, Connecticut, Illinois, Maryland, Nevada, New York, and Oregon, right? They all think they need to protect the consumer from you. Um, <laughs> and then as you move down here, I have the six best trainings for beginners and non-credentialed. So if you're not a CPA or an EA and you're trying to get some perspective or some training, there's an AFSP annual filing season program by the IRS you should do that. I think you should do that every year. Basically, it's like a little camp, an online thing that you're going to do to get training from the IRS about the most relevant things. Number two, the Income Tax School. They have a tax pro program. I would totally look into that. Jackson Hewitt Tax Pro Training here. H&R Block Tax Training. Um, both of these guys, these are big firms across the nation that are trying to keep good accountants and good tax preparers in their system, right? And you can go in there and learn, and maybe even that's a good place to learn the business a little bit and then start your own thing or whatever that looks like. Intuit Pro Connect, you know, the software out there have great training. Intuit probably has the best. They have a training and resource program and then Liberty Tax Courses. Those are some really good places that you could jump onto and get some uh, get some training. In fact, I have a breakdown of, of each one of them, you know, a little bit deeper there. So the question is, do you need your CPA and do you need your enrolled agent to actually start a business? No, you do not. You'll need it for certain things. Certain states will have some additional requirements. You'll have to jump through some hoops. But I know what you're really getting at is, is will I be able to actually land clients? And I think what's really hard is you're going to go through a, a stage where you feel like an imposter. And to a degree, you are, right? Which is why if you go get an internship or go get a job at an accounting uh, firm, and actually get some reps under your belt. That's your goal, right? I started both my businesses by basically giving away for free or super cheap our services. And now in the accounting practice, I leveraged my friend who had been at CBiz for seven years. We leveraged his experience to bring authority forward when we were helping businesses. They could rest assured that we could do this because he'd been doing it at a super high level. Until you get that, um, it's going to be a little bit harder to land clients because you're not credible yet. Credibility is huge. And credibility can certainly come from learning how to do something. You'll get the best feel for it by actually doing it. But any accountant that says, oh, unless you're in the business for a number of years, you can't do your own thing. No, bull's not. Yes, you can. If you go and get the right training, and if you go in and you learn how to de deliver value, and that's what the funniest thing about this, there are a couple of books that I would read um, that I think are better than any course you're going to take. In fact, I know this to be true that my old business partner's um, accounting degree and his CPA designation and his time in CBiz didn't teach him half the stuff that Sandy Botkin's How to Lower Your Tax Book did. In fact, as you dive into these books, you're going to learn all sorts of super helpful information that show you practical steps and practical threads to pull on that will actually help you mitigate their taxes the most. Most of the degrees out there that you're going to get are just going to teach you compliance stuff. So I don't think you need a CPA. I don't think you need an enrolled agent. That being said, you can you show more credibility. It becomes better for you if you have them. I do think that there's a, a level of competency you will gain. Um, confidence, because when you feel like you're credible, you will sell better, you will lead better, you will lead your clients from here to there in a better way. So it might be worth doing it, but do you need it? No, you do not. In fact, I what that one guy said where he's better on tax firms where you know one makes a ton of money, one doesn't, the, the CPA is actually worse at it than the non-CPA. 
we used to do analysis on everybody's taxes as part of our sales representation or sales cycle. And I will tell you this, um, there's a lot of people doing really mediocre work and why not join them? <laughs> no, good luck. God bless. If you're looking to get a website, whether you're small or big with a good paid advertising system, um, with good SEO and just a, a system that works for you, go to feedbackrench.com. Check out my course at feedbackrench.com. If you want $500, it'll probably be the best tuition that you'll pay to, uh, to growing a really successful firm. Good luck. God bless.